Bulletcast for life. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's Black History Month. I haven't done a Black Power ranking since what? I think Keith Lee was the NXT champion. I'm sorry. Life gets life gets away from us, you know, but I'm not doing it alone. And I don't have Brandon on either. I have Sir Wilkins from the Jobber Tears podcast. What's going on, brother? What's up? What's up? How are you, man? Happy Black History Month. Uh, happy I'm Black, black happy, happy Happy Black Excellence Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play the, what was the, the I'm Black, y'all. <laughs> I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, and I'm oh black. Oh, my God. Every time they play that on Cheap Heat when Stack Guy Greg does his Black Power rankings, I pop. It's just, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's just hilarious, okay. man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we have Sir Wilkins from the Jobber Tears podcast. Uh, you guys do great work, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. it it's, it's, we've been doing it. This is our third year, officially our third year in of doing the of being a brand in general um so it's 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 been fun it's been fun it's been real rewarding building um something that people gravitate towards to and, and you know enjoy absolutely and there, there aren't the, i mean I, i've noticed more now in like the past like six months but the, there really aren't that many like african-american uh podcasters who cover pro wrestling you, you, you know what i mean i mean like there's us black announce table uh uh, I know Talking Champions, Dirty Heels, and uh, Public Enemies podcast, and it's somebody else. I'm a black there's wrestling. About, there's about relatively, I think, a solid ten that I know of. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I think I can name from New York alone. There's uh, Talk of Champ. They're not really a podcast, but 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 they're they're a podcast. Talk of Champions. Um, those wrestling girls. The Mixed Tag Podcast, um, Dirty Heels, you know about them already. Um, there's a new there's a new guys on the block called Backstage Brawl. Yeah, yeah, I know about those guys. They're pretty dope. Um, damn. Um, th- I'm, I'm just talking about New York, but, but you, you're right. I think it's like that I know that are black or Hispanic is like 15 that I know of. Not that many compared to like the hundred of you know everybody else <laughs> yeah abs- absolutely maybe we should just start a giant podcast network or, so- or something absolutely. something wrestling 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 absolutely but let's let's jump right into the black power ranking so here we go honorable mentions i'm gonna give it to tasha Steeles and kira hogan they just recently became the new uh knockouts tag team champions over an impact knockout uh the knockouts tag team titles haven't been a thing since i think like 2013 when odb and eric young had them <laughs> so i mean but uh i've, I've seen some uh, i've seen quite a quite a bit of kira hogan's work you know she's uh she's really doing the damn thing over an impact making a name for herself and this is a great way to bring up and elevate somebody in tasha Steeles, who has a has a solid uh work rate inside of the ring and i can't wait to see uh, these two women in the singles division in impact wrestling yeah i i um i've, I've seen tasha's work because she's um located in new york so I've seen a lot of her stuff on the independent scene. Um, there's a, a company called Battle Club Pro that uh, we have a good relation, working relationship with, and they have showcased her a lot on, on their program. And Tasha is, I'm going to tell you this right now, five years, nah, not even, like three years from now, she's going to be one of the bigger stars in, in the women's wrestling 
in North America. Because she, I, I would she can so. work. She can work, work. Like, in-ring ability. And she has something that you don't see a lot from is mic skills are great compared to a lot of a lot of people. Because sometimes it's hard to, to, to find people that have phenomenal in-ring ability and great on the mic. It's usually like, you know, you know what I mean? That like It's hard to find that. But yeah, you, you, those are great honorable mentions, brother. Uh, absolutely, I, I I really don't dip into Impact a lot anymore. But when I see something of note, I'm like, okay, that's that's interesting. And of course, you know, you, you could throw like Rich Swan in there with what he's doing with their world title and Moose, what he's doing mm-hmm. with the with the TNA Championship. And I think they're supposed to be having some kind of unification match sometime down the road. So we'll we'll, th- we'll throw them on the honorable mentions as well. But on the official list, we have six. So number six. Reginald Smollier for Carmella on SmackDown. I mean, he's really elevated her character because she's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I love the moonwalking, trash talking Carmella. Don't get me wrong, but this 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 new character. I don't know what, what what we're supposed to exactly call it, but you know the guy, his facial expressions, and then of course his athleticism with the match that he had with uh, Sasha Banks. I mean, the, the the guy has something. You know, mm-hmm. there, there, there's some charisma that's oozing off of him whenever he's just pouring Carmella a bottle of bubbly. <laughs> you know, yeah, this the dude's good. I enjoyed his little low key intergender match between her, him, and Sasha, and and then the dude is has talent. He's a former circus performer, which is why he probably does all the cool stuff that he can that he can do. I I I didn't I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I because when he when he showed up, I was like, who the, who the fuck is this guy? So I was like, yo, let me do some like random research on it. I was like, oh, you were in the circus. This makes sense. Why are you kidding? Why you're so athletic? The way you move, the way you move. But yeah, I I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Like, like you said, it, it helps out Carmella, but that rub is gonna help him later on. Later on, there's a couple of people that's getting the, the rub low key right now. Like almost Omas, whatever his name is, with, with AJ. I am a fan. Like, I am a, a legit fan. But that's because AJ is showcasing him. He's doing stuff with AJ. And this and this Reginald was doing with um Carmella is fucking awesome. And you're 100% right. This You see the charisma in it. You see the it factor. Absolutely. Almost, almost an AJ. I, I guarantee they're going to be tag champions sometime down the line. Has to be. Yeah. Have to be. That'll give almost some gold. AJ will uh, – uh, he'll get the triple crown and the grand slam in that. So, I think – I think that'd be some good business moving on down the line. Coming in at number five, we have the new MLW middleweight champion, the man of the hour, Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left WWE. He's been working on some other projects in the music world, but he came back into wrestling uh, at GCW events last year uh, when COVID was really at its height. But, uh, I mean, he, him and MLW, man, it, it, it's really elevated them because MLW, it's a hidden gem. It's, it's really a hidden gym, kind of like what ECW was. Like, I'm not talking about the hardcore, but like Eastern Championship Wrestling back in the early 90s. We got guys like Benoit and Guerrero and stuff. And to add a guy that has a, a credible name who was on TV with like Bobby Lashley and whatnot, that elevates their brand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty dope, man. Like, seeing Leo do what he's doing and getting the, the freedom to be who he is, you see how talented he is. Like we saw how talented he was in that in that WWE realm where, you know, they're they're a lot more structured. But seeing him on MLW do what he wants to do and being creative, like you saw the body paint that he had on recently, like he's 
trying out new ways of, of showcasing his talent and his charisma has been awesome. He, Leo is different, man. It's different, man. Like, once again, like I talked about Reginald, it's like, and it's having mic skills and able to perform in the ring. That is amazing. And you talk about MLW being a hidden gem. Our co-host on the Jabba Tears podcast, Janelle from HR, she's been messing with um, MLW for a while. For a while. And and when, when she put us on, I was like, yo, this is some good stuff. They, they've, been, they've been to New York a couple of times and I've seen their shows. And it's like, good wrestling. Just really good wrestling. No, absolutely, man. So I can't wait to see what uh, Leo Rush continues to do in MLW. Maybe, uh, maybe flirt with a, a possible a heavyweight title match with, with Fod too. Maybe, maybe, something. I don't know. It could happen. We don't know. I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. Fod too made his name out here in the Bay Area, and hey, that dude is legit. Like I don't need to. If you've seen, you already know that dude is legit. Oh yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't signed the WWE. I. Uh, you, maybe, maybe, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe he could have been what Umaga was supposed to be. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Because um, they have such a great relationship with the Samoan family, with that particular family. So I'm surprised he hasn't moved over to WWE. But he's a superstar there, and I think they, I think they resigned resigned to a pretty solid deal with MLW, like a yeah. pretty like lucrative deal for for a not-so-high-in-the-rankings promotion. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Contra Unit's going to be uh, wreaking havoc over MLW yeah. for, for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I got the Hurt business consisting of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Um, they've been they've been doing great work together. I know there's, like, some dissension going on in the business right now, but, you know, they keep winning. They, they're retaining their tag team championships, and at the end of the day, that, that's what wrestling's about, winning championships and making money. <laughs> it's... <laughs> The Hurt Business is a breath of fresh air. It's been a solid, solid stable. What is it? They've been around for, was it seven months now? Yeah, and they've, they've basically, you know, besides Roman on SmackDown, carried the company. Yeah, they've been they've been around. They started at Raw Underground, and they moved forward and everything. And they've been doing so such pretty beautiful work together. And I love that the company is protecting Bobby Lashley. Because Bobby's been looking like an animal these past couple of weeks. And I enjoy the little friction that Shelton and um, Cedric Cedric have right now. I've been enjoying that because it's like, okay, cool. But I just hope they don't break them up. Like, I just need them to be, give me until year end, hurt business. That's it. Give me until that, and then you can do whatever you want to do after that. But I need until the end of 2021 for them to be together. And MVP is just, elevating talent like i don't know if you read recently he um he got carlito uh um, a contract with wwe yeah i i i heard about that and people have been saying oh throw carlito in the hurt business get rid of cedric then you got like these ogs from this one time period where people are very fond of it I, i'm like oh that's interesting but i i've i've thought about it like hey man throw uh throw keith lee in there that would be dope it would be dope but you know what let's leave them the way they are Leave them the way they are and give them that four horsemen vibe, that, that you know, evolution type of feel because too, too many hands in the pot. Let's keep it the way it is and let's, let's, let's elevate so, them. Let's keep having fun with that. So, so, I mean, they have to have all the gold at one point. So, I mean, who, who wins the world title? 
Bobby. Bobby. So what? He he forfeits the U.S. over to MVP, and then and then Why Bobby take takes Why that from not? Drew. I'm, Why not? I'm Why I'm, not? I'm all for it, man. And I need one of these iced coffee talks that you do about that. <laughs> I, I, those are those are very entertaining by the way man i love those i appreciate that i appreciate that it was off the whim i started doing them like peak covid i, I guess i was like yeah, let me just talk and just give my opinions real quick and, and people started gravitating towards it. i was like ah thank you guys for, for appreciating it yeah, yeah. It, it, it's one of those hidden gems on instagram that, that i love but, <laughs> thank you. but I, I i guess we can keep the hurt business the way they are for now yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? All right, number three, we have the current Intercontinental Champion, Big E. Uh, he's got his own music now, so he's broken away from the uh, the the New Day music, we could say. But I mean, he's still New Day. He's gonna be New Day for life. I mean, I mean he's been doing good work. You know, the the little uh, exchanges with Apollo Cruz and Apollo Cruz, honorable mention too. I mean, all he did was sit next to Roman for like fifteen seconds on camera, and he's instantly elevated. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's mega superstar like ability. Like the fact that you, like you just said, he literally sat next to Roman for 15 seconds and he, he got elevated. That says something about Roman and obviously Paul as well. But the mere fact you just sat next to, to Roman and now you're like on another level already is beautiful. But go, going back to Big E, man, um, I love it, man. He's, he's, he's staying who he is true to himself, but he's working on a singles competitor. He looks fun, he looks dope, and he's just beating people's ass, man. You gotta love it. You got to love it. And I'm, I'm all for the black people, man. All for black, 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 and black. And I love Sammy in the picture, like, around that whole thing. Because I think Sammy, at first I wasn't a huge fan of Sammy, but his his work that he's been doing lately and, this, and what he's cultivating um, creatively, and him and Big E, I can't, I cannot wait for them to to, head, to, head, to go up against each other. Yeah, they could culminate at a uh, probably happen in like a fast lane or something. <laughs> probably will happen at a fast lane. That's not a not, not important pay per view. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Christian can finally get his Intercontinental title match that that he's owed from like seven years ago. <laughs> with with him being back or whatnot. I mean, number two, uh, she was going to be number one, but after some circumstances, I decided to bump her down to number two. The EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. She entered at number three. She won the Women's Royal Rumble. She won the whole damn thing. Her and Ric Flair, are the only two people to win at the number three spot. Hey, Amen. Her exchange with uh. With Rhea at the end of that, that little match they had, it reminded me of Taker and Sean in the 07 Rumble, man. I mean, just really good, solid work rate. And I I could see those two having a nice little feud for the next foreseeable couple of years. Definitely. I'm definitely with you on that one. Um, Bianca did her thing, man. Bianca, I was super nervous watching that because I really wanted her to win. And that's the beauty about when you're invested into a character. Like, you get so nervous. You get so emotional for that character as you watch them perform you're like oh my god I really hope she wins I really hope she wins and I hate the people that's hating on her and said her feet hit the floor when they when they did not hit the floor because if you watch the video back her feet never touched the floor but they keep putting out this screenshot of where it looks like her feet touched the floor but if you watch the video feet never touched the floor and I got and you and, and you haters out there shut up because she definitely 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 fucking won that Royal Rumble. And her speech at the end, it was pure emotion. 
how can you not like that? And she's grown over the years. And I love that they did, they did a slow build for her over two plus years, a slow build to where she's at. And then they she's developed and gotten better and better and better and better. So round of applause for Bianca Belair, all for it. And I just hope that they continue building on her and make and she continues getting better. Absolutely, man. I mean, I'm, I know she won the Rumble, and that's a huge accomplishment, but I'm still, I still have a problem with, ah, she was never the NXT Women's Champion. Maybe she can go back. I mean, there's always still time for stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, moving, go, going towards WrestleMania, her and Sasha, man, don't mess it up. Just let them go out there and tear Give them 15 minutes. Give them 15 minutes at, at Mania, night one, night two, whatever. But just let them tear it up and pass the torch to Bianca. And, and you know what? I was talking about on my podcast about this. I think Sasha in-ring ability is God tier for, for, for when it comes to women's talent. We, we have this discussion on the podcast too. Like she's probably the most talented in-ring performer out of all the four horsewomen. She's, she definitely is. Um, she is a hundred percent the most talented woman out of the four horsemen when it comes to in-ring ability. And I saw that it was showcased even more when she went up against Carmella last week on at Royal Rumble, because she elevated Carmella in that ring. She made Carmella look like a more in-ring general than I've ever seen Carmella look before. And, and it was such a, a masterpiece because Sasha is so good. So Sasha against Bianca, there's going to be such a, a learning, like curve, it's going to be like a learning tree that, 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 that um, Bianca's going to be under. She's going to get so much better dealing with Sasha. Man, I can't wait. I know, and Sasha, she's only like what twenty eight or twenty nine. So uh, we we got another like ten years of Sasha but, tearing you know it what? up. You know what? I don't see Sasha being in WWE for another three more years. Really? I see her capping after three years and going to Hollywood. Okay, okay, I I I, I could I could see that, you know. But I mean, Sasha, it's, it's like you said one time. She's like J Cole, all hit records, no features. Yeah, <laughs> I, because she makes everybody else look good, like. Ric Flair said that Charlotte's best matches have been with Sasha. Bailey's best matches have been with Sasha. Carmella's best matches have been with Sasha. Like God tier levels. That's kind of like a like the Macho Man thing where you look at people like a Hogan or a Warrior. Their best matches were with who? Macho Man, you know, and and, and stuff like that, you know. Well, because Macho Man was. Uh, um, a perfectionist from what I read and what I've, and what I've watched on his different documentaries, he was a perfectionist and that, and that's Loki who Sasha is. Sasha is a, is an artist and a perfectionist and she really competes because she loves this shit so much. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being more of the, you know, actor performer type of level, but Sasha is a wrestler wrestler. Like she's still trained. She still goes to, wrestling schools and trains with, with, with like newcomers like that says something about her that's just her love of the business hands down mm-hmm. but, but seriously like I said I mean her and Bianca let them tear it up for 15 minutes at mania pass the torch I, I think I think it's gonna be something special and then number one uh it happened earlier today and unfortunately hacksaw the natural butch reed passed away at the age of 66 butch reed's most notable for his run in wcw uh as one half of doom with ron simmons 
uh, managed by Teddy Long. They were it, it's crazy. They were only one time tag champs. I thought they had it like at least four times. I, I guess not. But uh, I mean, that, that's another guy that they should have won the world title. Of course, but 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 you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, we have we, we got Ron. <laughs> we got Ron, which is still a huge accomplishment. But I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on Butch Reed? Were you a fan of his work? You know a lot about it, or what? I know I knew a solid amount because of one because of Ron. I'll be honest with you, it was because of Ron. So I looked at I looked at Butch Reed stuff. Like, it's really kind of fuck, fucked up when the person was a complete package and didn't get the the push that they deserve. Because dude looked amazing, super athletic, solid mic work. Why wasn't he doing more? Also, you knew he had solid work in the ring and he also and, and, and he was durable because his career ended in 2011. And he was wrestling for over, I think, if I'm correct, over 20 years. 25 yeah, like, years. I, I think his debut was in 78. Yeah. So what that says is the is, is homeboy's durable because one of the things that I've always read is that why certain people weren't put into that into that championship slot was because they couldn't stay healthy. They always kept getting injured. So that's because you, you have to be dependable. But the dude obviously was dependable and didn't get the title, but regardless, he helped break down some doors. All black tag team winning the title, that's that's huge, especially during the time that he was coming up. And you know, WCW had to, had that racial lawsuit against them. So it, it, it's huge for them to, to win a title there, there. But it's also sad that somebody who asked who is the complete package didn't get the love that they deserve. Absolutely, man, one hundred percent. I mean, R.I.P. to Butch Reed. Uh, he 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 did he did uh, some really great work. Uh, I I wanted to have him on the show. I was I was thinking about that, but then you know that can't happen now, which which sucks because I just. Yeah. Wanted- Want to hear old stories about the territory days, and I mean, he was the first dude to a uh, black guy to dye his hair blonde, and it looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> he started a whole a whole trend <laughs> about like twenty five years later. <laughs> brothers, brothers with blonde hair. Shout out to him for that one. I know that that that's how we got the gold standard in Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> yep. he actually kind of looked like Shelton, and his younger years, he kind of looked like a, a a bigger a bigger media version of Shelton. Pause. Hey, that's that, 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 that's actually kind of true. <laughs> uh, Wilkins, brother, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, where, can the, where can the people find you? Um, To find me, you can find me at Sir Wilkins. So that's S-I-R underscore W-I-L-K-I-N-S. That's on all forms of social media. Um, also, please follow the Jobber Tears podcast page on, on Instagram. It's T-H-E-R-J-O-B-B-E-R podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, we are Jobber Tears, J-O-B-B-B-E-R, Tears, T-E-A-R-S. Thank I, I, you, man. Thank you for having me. No, absolutely, man. Before you go, I got to ask you, where did the Jobber Tears podcast name come from? So it was interesting because um, we I – I used to be part of another podcast, and it was like creative differences that we had. And then, you know, we decided, me and my best friend, Janelle from HR, decided to branch off, and we brought my brother on board. So we sat in, in Legends Bar for about two hours, coming trying to figure out names for the podcast, you know, through the table, this and that. And, like, all these names were just taken. Gorilla position, all the names, like, you would think were taken. And then we were, for some reason, 
you know how you ever heard of a cup of tears from people complaining? So you're like, yo, that's kind of a cool name, but what would we call it? And then we were like, Jobber Tears? Because all of us, none of us are like superstars. We're all a bunch of like fans of the game. So we're not superstars. So we're low-key jobbers. And when you get on a podcast, you're complaining and you're crying. So Jobber Tears podcast. And that's how we got it. (laughs) I bet somebody's like, damn, I wanted that. Now they're going to have to call their like podcast enhancement talent. Something. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that, that, that's awesome man i i, I love it i, I want to record with all three of you one day sometime in the near future man yeah hit us up let me know what we can figure out a date um that we can do it uh, i love being on here man i love just what your stuff that you put on that you put out i've been watching you low-key so <laughs> oh 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 thank you thank you <laughs> yeah yeah man no no you... the west coast man uh, there we go. You know, West Side's the best side. No, let's not start. An- <laughs> let's not start another one. Let's not start another war. <laughs> Sir Wilkins, thank you so much, man. Thank you uh, for having me. Man. Absolutely, this has been great. We, we got to do it again for sure. Definitely, definitely, man. All thank right. you. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.